What's happening, everybody? It's Kira and Ben back again. I gotta, I gotta think of a new intro every time. I'm not very quick on my feet, so I guess uh, if you have any suggestions for me, uh, write them down, send them in. I'd love to hear them. This week, Ben and I are covering the movie Watership Down from 1978. Uh, ben, kind of tell me your history with the film. Okay, so I grew up in an era where you had to get the TV guide to watch television and movies weren't something that you could just get. You had to wait till they circled back around. So I'd have to wait like a whole year if I wanted to watch Watership Down again. <laughs> so you so know that right now is a good time for people that can watch shows and movies because you can just click on something and watch it. You don't have to sit there and go, okay, mock your time and like I said, <laughs> circle things in the television guide for these movies, okay? So that's my life. But um, I watched it when I was young. Uh, I'd never read the book until I got older. I didn't even know it was a book. I was a kid, so I just thought it was a, sh- a movie. And uh, when I first thought it, you know, saw it, I was like, I was like, oh my god, the poor rabbits! This is incredible! This is insane! I didn't know the the backstory to it at the time. I just thought it was about rabbits, and I thought how terrible and awful rabbits' lives were. And that's my backdrop. Well. In watching this film, these rabbits uh, do go through it. Yes. So these poor bunnies. I had never heard of this movie or seen it until you had brought it up to me. Um, so this was completely new viewing for me. So I have also never read the book. I thought it was really cool. I like. Um, so this is an animated film. We are talking about an animated movie. Not a kid's movie, though. No, no. It no, is no. heavy. Yes. <laughs> um, I was watching this and I was like, Oh, life sucks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very traumatizing movie. It's- it is, but it's really good. Um, So let's get into it. So one thing that I really like about this film is that it has two different types of animation style. We see a very different 2D animation style in the beginning, kind of telling you the mythology and like of this world and kind of like wherever where these bunnies are coming from and then we switch into more of a 3d style of animation where we get the actual story where we meet fiverr and hazel and blackberry and i don't know these bat rabbits have the craziest names big wig wormwood effort no effernephrin's the people that that they didn't like or the bad bunnies like so the <laughs> wormwood like the the names in this threw me off i was like what kind of fantasy like am i reading but it's good it's good okay so it follows um i'm gonna call fiverr psychic yes it follows a psychic rabbit fiverr who they have to leave their warren i don't they kept calling it warren and i was just like it kept made me think of like prison wardens i don't know why <laughs> like my mind when i was watching this movie I could not tell you what i was thinking um so they have to so the so fiverr's like we have to leave because I see blood, I see death, we're not safe here. We have to go to these mountains that I'm calling Watership Down, where we will have a safe haven. So as they're leaving, their general and their like higher up bunny is kind of like, y'all can't leave, you're crazy. And they're like, no, we're going to leave. This is what's best for us. (laughs) And as they do that, obviously, they attract a lot of danger as well as get hunted. So to me, this movie, not knowing, not really thinking about it going into it, but thinking about it as I was watching it, is very much like a hero's journey, very much like an Odyssey or the Iliad, or even like the Lord of the Rings. You have this journey of this kind of like ragtag group of people being led by one who has a special power, special ability, or special in some way to safety to protect their families. So very interesting, I thought. So yeah, what do you let? Let's dive in. So we have as as 
I, I don't know. Where do you want to begin? There's a lot to unpack here because this is a heavy movie. <laughs> so for me, the whole thing between uh, what is it, Hazel and Fiverr being brothers mm-hmm. and his bond with Fiverr and how he protects him. And he's like, look, you know, if he says this is going to happen, it's going to happen. He's, it's going to happen. And he has ut- utmost faith in, in his little brother. He's like, look, he ain't going to make this stuff up. So he is, no matter what, he's dead on with his brother. He's like, family sticking together. I'm going to help my brother. And if we need to leave, we're leaving. Yeah. You know, and I thought it was good that the one of the high ups in the in the, the, the Warren bigwig was like, you know what? I'm not going to take a chance that it's not right. And I'm going with them. I know. I like the switch of bigwig. I actually thought that that was awesome because we see him in the beginning. Not very helpful. Yeah. And then you kind of see him come after them. He's like, nah, y'all are right. They were filling the Warren and they were killing it. Like, and I, I think it's interesting because we're in a world of bunnies, right? But man is still an evil that they think of. Yeah. And I like how it kind of talks about, to me, it was very much, it was very similar um, to a movie that I watched called Fern Gully when I was younger. Did you ever see that film? Yes, I saw the film. I had to dress up like an elf because I worked at the movie theaters. So, <laughs> yes, I saw Fern Gully. Okay, but <laughs> I would say it's very similar to Fern Gully. You have man destroying wildlife yeah. and wildlife trying to survive it. Yeah, progress. That's pro- this is like that. This is that movie to me. Like they're the same. I mean, this one it's much more um, brutal. Brutal, yeah, beautiful. I mean, when Hazel dies at the end and his spirit goes to heaven, yeah. I was like. I was almost in tears. I was yeah. like, are you kidding me? He gets visited by Frith. He, yeah. And I, okay. So then I love that. And then we go back into that 2D world. Like this is truly like, like a life cycle for them. I don't know. I thought it was great. And I thought the idea of like Hazel doing all this work to, per, to believe in Fiverr, to protect this clan, to get them safety. And then he's like, you've done your duty. You can rest now. And then he like dies. Yeah. I hate Marvel, but kind of reminded me of when Tony Stark died. Yeah. I thought what was beautiful to me was the very beginning when um, it talks about how he, the person made the world and he gives the, the rabbits basically dominance and they're like, but they abuse it. And yeah. then he has to make the other animals kill them. And he's right. like, but then he realizes he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to kill them off permanently. So he ends up blessing them with like big long ears to hear, like strong legs to run, you know, the ability to burrow. So it was like a God trying to, balance them. yeah and there's a quote that i want to read um verbatim because i really liked it and they repeat it um a lot throughout the film so i just want to get it i just want to get it right um because i thought it was really important because it kind of to me was like the thesis of the whole movie <laughs> um okay well we're gonna come back to this but i will keep talking oh here it is oh well this is one of them when they said men have always hated us and they say, no, they just destroyed the Warren because we were in their way. I think that I wanted to talk about that quote. But there is one. Oh, guys, I'm so sorry. You would think that I would have this together, but <laughs> I do not. But so back to the film. So is this a kid's film? No, no. <laughs> Please do not watch this unless you thought that Fern Gully was also a kid's film, because then I guess you can watch it. <laughs> I'll say that, you know, it, that, that statement that was just read, it shows that like man's ignorance towards progress is so out there like we don't look at the, the the nature that we're destroying we just look at the goal we're like all right we're going to build a housing complex but we don't look at like all the trees we cut down we don't look at all the the birds that we've uprooted we don't look at all the animals we've uprooted we don't look at the nature we've destroyed we just look at progress and i think that's one of the main themes of this movie is progress oh yeah you know it's like one of the the topics is just like no matter what man is going to do what man has to do 
for progress. And if it means killing any kind of animal, we don't care. And I think I think they don't care. Okay, so this I found I found the quote that I wanted, you guys. Thank you for bear, bearing with me. It said, "All the world will be your enemy, prince, with a thousand enemies, and when they catch you, they will kill you. But first, they must catch you." Yes. So I thought that this this gets repeated throughout the film um, a lot, and I thought it's really interesting because it's this idea of these rabbits that are always like on the run, and but they don't get caught. Yeah, they always escape. Yeah, well, not always. Um, Violet gets killed by the hawk. Oh, yeah, Violet does die. Yeah, she goes out and eats some dandelions, and she gets killed. And then I believe it's Bigwig that the general kills, right? Um, yeah. No, it, is it Bigwig or the other one? That it's comes the other with the, one. T- the tattered ears. The tattered ears. Yeah, he gets killed. So they do die. They, no, they do die because in war, there's always going to be casualties. Right. Um, so, okay, so now we're talking about Violet. Bring up Violet's death. I, still 1978, uh, can't always count on the best repre- representation of women, but... Here we got our female rabbit. And what do we do? We just kill her. The only female. The only female. And then the only other female rabbits are the lady rabbits that are in captivity on the farm. Yeah. That their whole mission is like, well, now that our one lady's gone, we got to we gotta free these ladies because we need ladies. Yep. Kind of hated it. <laughs> yeah. Not going to lie. That was kind of sexist. Yeah. I mean, also, why did you just bring one lady with you? Well, it was their choice to leave. Uh, yeah, but I would, there were more, but they got caught. Yeah, yeah, I so. know. But still, yeah. I, killing Violet and then everyone right. else getting injured to save these like six other ladies. Right. You know, I was when, like, oh when, when Violet died, and they were like, "Violet's gone." All I could think of was Willy Wonka. Violet, you're turning Violet. <laughs> Violet, you're turning Violet. <laughs> but yeah, it was. I was sad. I was kind of sad because I, I, I was like, "Oh, we didn't really get to know Violet." <laughs> no. Violet gets fridged right. immediately. Right. We knew Pippin. We knew Fiverr. Violet, no. Nope. New Blackberry. Yeah. A little cameo right there, Violet. That was no. <laughs> and then the other women, and then the other does, the other female rabbits or whatever they're called, are just like, oh my God, you're going to save me. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> well, there's the one, there was one good one that like was kind of like, you yeah. know, you're going to do what I, you know, how, why am I going to follow you? She, she was kind of She was kind of cool, cool, but yeah. I mean, she still just followed him. I mean, yeah. Granted, Watership Down was a very happy utopia yeah. at the end once they all survived it. Yeah. So let's talk about the idea of like this, like, like, because Fiverr is essentially like a child, right? Yeah. Like he's a young rabbit. So we see this time and time again where there is like the young chosen one. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, Harry Potter. Yeah. I don't know, literally any hero. Frodo Baggins. Like, and I think when we go on these heroes journeys, I am kind of like, I get that it's like a tactic, but like, no kid is i mean i think it's supposed to be growth it is i understand that it's growth and i get it but at the same point it's like i'm so sick of watching these movies where we're just like following kids like i get it's like the innocence and like the naivety of the world that they can see things that adults can't see and like all this other stuff but like at the same time i'm like sick of the precocious child maybe i'm just like being a hater because like that's what i do it is beaten to death it is it is i mean even with uh what was that movie sixth sense even, right? I mean, sense. I do like the Sixth Sense. I do too, but like it was this young boy and, you know, he could only see the ghost and, you know, he's talking to, um, what's his face, Bruce Willis. Yeah. And, you know, and it was just like, you know, the same kind of thing. Like they just beat the, the child hero to death. They do. And like, but I get, what I like about this one is that like, I mean, not, nah, I don't even like it because it, it's the same. All these child heroes are like so special that, but then they're like helpless. You know what I mean? Like Hazel feel Hazel. T- so to me, 
when I was watching this, I was viewing Hazel and Fiverr, even though they are brothers, I was viewing them a lot of like Aragorn and Frodo. I don't know why I keep relating this movie to Lord of the Rings so bad, but like I just keep wanting to. To me, it was very Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it was. It was definitely. It, I could see the, the where that would go. Yeah, you so know what I'm the, saying. The relationship they had. Yeah. The relationship they had. The protection. The like. I don't know. The like belief. I don't know. It just was very similar to me. Yeah. I thought one part that was weird was when they were trying to cross the river, and uh, he Pfeiffer falls off the little plank that they have, and Blackberry sniffs the water and then pulls him out. I'm like. It's water. It's There's water. No <laughs> I know. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> but it was cute. I mean, it was cute. It was cute. No, here's the thing. Okay. So the animation style of this movie was, I thought, very beautiful. Yeah. I thought for like 78, it was good. Because I love anything that's not Disney. <laughs> yeah. I am. I love it. It has character. It has personality. We're a fan of it. So let's dive back into the story. So, now we have the idea of, like we kind of talked about in Banshees, a previous episode that we had just recorded, you kind of see the rabbits fighting amongst themselves. And we kind of see this in Banshees when we were talking about the Free States versus the IRA. And we see it here with um, General Woodwood. Wormwood. Wormwood. And I, I think he becomes like headmaster Hazel or whatever. Uh, Hazel Rock. Hazel Ra, thank you. Okay. See, guys, I don't know. <laughs> and then, so you see these kind of like two factions of the rabbits fighting because one thinks the epinephrines think they're like the right ones, and Hazel's like, "We're just trying to do the right thing and get to safety. Like, why can't y'all just come?" With us? Right. Um. So I think it's just really interesting that you see a lot of this same infighting for like power and being right because I think I think it's a really good allegory for like how people live. Like, you can't just have you can't just. It kind of goes with the idea that no one just wants to coexist and man or animal is always going to be searching for that like power. Like right. it's always going to be a, a grab for power and who has who controls who and who has like the most like who has the biggest like property and kingdom or like whatever. I just I just think it's really interesting because like we see so I don't want to call this a civil war because they are separate faction like factions of rabbits. But I think it's really interesting. It felt very like um like not like Lord of the Flies to me, but like kind of that like power struggle of like there can only be one. Right. And I thought what was interesting was before they got to Wormwood, they came to that colony of bunnies that man was feeding them. To snare them. To snare them. And they were the the leader of that group was like, You just have to accept it. And I, I felt that was like in life where, you know, people want you to just accept your fate. They yeah. want you to just, you know, sit back and let the dice roll as it is and you can do nothing about it. And I like the fact that they were like, no, no, we're, we're not going to sit here and we're not going to. Well, some of them wanted to go back. Yeah. Like some of them were like, let's go back and take that Warren. And then five was like, OK, yeah, you do that. You go back to death. He's yeah. Because like, this is not going to change. You're just going to get back into that cycle. He's like, I'm going someplace else. And even Blackberry was like, I'm not believing in you. I think you're wrong. And but and he goes, I'm not following you anymore. And he goes to walk away and then he gets caught in a snare. Yeah. And he's about to die. And then they all say they all work together yeah. to save him. And five was the last one to pop that little piece off after he yeah. called them all these names and uh i think that's what kind of turned blackberry a little bit towards like you like know what the, i'm gonna listen to this too <laughs> yeah but i think i think it's such a good point too when you talk about i forget the head rabbit of the of, of the human warren that's what i forget I, him too i, yeah. I don't think they they might have mentioned his name but i don't remember yeah i don't remember um but what i think is really interesting is you see this kind of like mentality um time and time again it's like we have it so good. Don't rock the boat, even though I'm willingly like sacrificing my people 
for what a stay supply of food well it's not steady though because you're sacrificing your own and i think that i think it shows the different sort of mentalities of leaders in the world so we have the benevolent hazel who's just there for the people i would consider him like yeah yeah or i was gonna say babuli because we just watched (laughs) very much like a babuli and then we have sort of the evil uh wormwood wormwood who i would consider like the british empire and then we have this sort of timid cowardly leader roll with the punches roll with the punches sort of kind of just like we got to do what we got to do i don't know i I don't know how to directly describe like what i'm trying to say do you know what i'm do you know what i'm getting at yes you definitely have to watch this movie to to, to see what we're talking about with this character uh the character the rabbit because there's one point where he reads a poem he goes i want to read a poem by one of our, our 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 past poets and it's about a river yeah and it's basically it's basically this rabbit wrote this poem about like just wanting to die he, he didn't he, he's like i just want to flow with the river and take me frith and like all the other rabbits are looking at him like what the hell are you talking yeah about? he's like oh we're all just killing ourselves now <laughs> okay yeah. and uh you know the other rabbits are like no no, no. it doesn't sound good you know and uh that's when fiverr's like you know what i'm out yeah <laughs> he's like, i'm not dealing with this shit he's like i'm gone fiverr's like there's death all over this yeah. i and i and i think it kind of leads to this like existence of like of like i feel like when i look at the leader of the rabbit this rabbit leader of the human warren um it it reminds me the most of like capitalism does that make sense we're like we're a slave to capitalism so we're fed but we're dying and we're just like living in this vicious cycle and no one can stop it and i thought that was really interesting to have this like very like split sort of like moment and story about this because everything else is about like different types of this movie is about different types of power struggles and who does the earth belong to right i think you know it it reflects a lot on humankind oh it does i mean when you see them like crossing like the road mm-hmm. and they're like, what is this? Yeah. Um, and they're looking at the cars and they're like, the cars are going to see us. They're going to come and kill us. And the guy's like, the cars move too fast. Like they don't recognize. And I think that is really like important on how it shows like industry and ignorance, ignorance just moves so fast. And us as humans are just consuming and destroying. Yep. We don't see the, we don't see the little things. We don't like the bunny is trying to cross the road. Right. The hoodoo. <laughs> the do. The do. What's that? It runs on it. <laughs> I the the amount of like nonsense words in this film sometimes confuse. Like I don't think I'm a dumb person. No, they just made shit up. They just <laughs> made up so many things, and then I was like, "Is this a character? or Is this like a word?" <laughs> they were just like, they were like, "What if a rabbit had to make a word up?" You know, a you know, <laughs> That's a car. Like, it's a car. It runs on it. You know? but they could say dog. But yeah, but they and, but, cat. and cat. Also, I thought it was so funny how like the how like the the cat was seen as like I think it's so funny how cats are portrayed as like more cunning than dogs are. Dogs are kind of just like this like very like brutish like charge forward, no hold bars kind of just like aggressive. And then you see the cat like plotting and lurking and catching. And I I just thought that was so interesting because it is such like a I don't know where this came from. Like I don't know. Dogs are aggressive, though. Dogs, no, dogs are aggressive, and yeah. cats are much more like patient and cunning. That's yeah. true. I just think it's, I think it's so funny. Yeah, and I, I, just, I just like the way the cat was. He was just like, yeah. I like the cat's voice. Whoever yeah. voiced the cat did a great job. Yeah, yeah. run now when he has the claws on. <laughs> run now. <laughs> 
where are you going to go? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, God. But no, this movie is great. Um, I think I think you have to watch it as an adult. I think if I watched this as a kid, I would literally have no idea what was going on. Yeah, like I said, as a kid, I thought it was great because of the violence. Like, I It's love- the blood, the yeah. bunny blood, and them just like ripping each other apart with like their teeth and yeah. their like little paws. Yeah. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, for me, like I said, and for me it was great because like I was like, you know, I was into like, you know, Lord of the Rings and, you know, Quest and the battles and, you know, Sinbad. So for me, this was just an adventure movie. Like, and it just had rabbits instead of humans. You know? Yeah, it is. It is an adventure movie. It's a hero's journey adventure yeah. movie. 100%. It is. It is very fun. Well, no, it's not very fun. It is fun because um, the characters are good. You're you're going to care about all the bunnies, even if you can't remember their names. You yeah. will care about them. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get a favorite favorite bunny. And it reminds me of like, kind of like Game of Thrones because you're going to like get a favorite bunny and it might not be there at the end. It, it won't be there at the end. <laughs> that, actually, Game of Thrones. So I'm not very well versed in Game of Thrones. I've only seen season one and then I've like heard about it, right? Yeah. But this is actually, that is such a perfect analogy for it because it is like all these bunny factions trying to like i don't know have power and be the one and i just think it's so funny i mean man's hunt for power is something that is so ingrained in us and it's like it's so interesting where it comes from because people without war and conflict right like people are always saying like i don't do you know what i'm trying to say i i think that like everybody views empires as the best thing ever like the roman empire the greek empire the phoenician empire like that's the class that everybody wants to establish themselves as. It's like one of those great dominant conquering civilizations and, you know, the ultimate power and like Great Britain at its time, you know, America now, uh, not so much. No, uh, no, America's but, on de- decline. Yeah, but like that kind of establishment, like, you know, to be the greatest of your of that time period, you know, and like with these bunnies, the, they all the factions wanted them to be part of them no matter what, like, either be subservient or you know be like a victim but it was just like that's type of like we want power yeah absolutely and yeah and i think it's so and i i mean it's so funny whenever there's gonna be whenever there's a breakdown of society or whenever there is society you're always gonna have people that are power hungry yes 100 percent. 100 percent. it's gonna happen i mean this is a this is an age-old thing yeah and like we're more when when they're talking to Wormwood, he's like, where's this Warren? And they're like, oh, well, he's a conquer them. Exactly. He, he's not talking, he, he goes, conquer them. He doesn't care that it's not part, like close to his thing. He's like, conquer them, take it over, you know, branch out. Because like, that's what other like powerful countries do. They, they go out and they, they take over other countries. You know, like Russia's trying to do now with the Ukraine. Bad Russia. Uh- <laughs> but it's like, but it's so true. And it's like the, the idea of, conquering i feel like we've been covering this a lot in our films lately um we've been um talking a lot about the british empire and how they kind of conquered and colonized everyone basically they were around a lot they they did a lot of it yeah Uh, small islands (laughs) i know and there's poor i don't know bad teeth i don't know so i think it's just really interesting that even though we're covering a span of different movies we are seeing so many different similar themes and i don't know if we're unintentionally like seeking them out because our brains are like thinking about it but we are i mean like we are watching a lot of things about like power struggles and the breakdown of like society and who's grabbing for power yeah 
Well, I think that's represented in a lot of movies, though. It, I, mean, I mean, it is. It's a very universal theme. Right. I mean, even like a lot of the movies today. I mean, you look at like, look at um, the Banshees we just covered. Um, it's their power struggle with Ireland. I know. I mean, so there's a lot of, I mean, I think there's power struggles every generation, every time. Like someone's going to be questing for power. Someone's going to be the victim. Someone's going to have to step in. It's like the hero uh, saga. Yeah. Know? Like there's got to be, there's got to be a hero. There's got to be a victim. There's got to be a bad guy. There's got to be, I mean, it's just. That's what people are drawn to because we can relate to it. Yeah, because everyone wants adventure in their life. I don't know. I, I think it's just so interesting. Um, in my life, I've never sought, it, but I think it depends on what kind of person you are. I've never sought power in my life. I've always sought like friendship right. and like love and admiration, which I guess is a different type of form of power, but it's not like this kind of like malevolent, like end all be all. Yeah, but we work in retail and we've seen numerous people that like, like seek power. They're like, all right, I, I want to be a manager. I want to. They might des- not deserve it, but they want it. Yeah, you know, they want the, <laughs> they want that power. They want listen. They don't want they want that power. They want that power. They they, they come in. And they're like, I'm going to be the next manager, and they're like, you know, and they'll step on people's toes to get it. And you know, people that they were friends with, they'll be like, oh, you're my friend. You know, and while you provide a service. <laughs> yeah. And then once that service is over, they're like, all right, well, I'm moving on because I want bigger and better. You know, exactly. It's, it's sad. It's just. It's a certain mentality. It is. And I and I think, um, yeah, it is certain mentalities. And I think naturally as people will always, there are some people that will always naturally seek to a role of leadership and people who will always seek to follow a leader. And I right. think it's like, it's crazy. I mean, I'd love to start uh, covering some uh, cult shit because yeah. I think that really talks about like this like dynamic of people and like who you follow and how you decide to follow them. Not saying that Watership Town is culty at all. Yeah. Um, it is much more like Game of Thrones. What's that? Uh, what's that song? It goes following the leader, the leader, the leader, wherever he may roam. Like, I don't that, know that song. Yeah, it's a kid's song, but like it makes sense. Like that reminds me of the only thing that you that that remind me of is um in It's a Wonderful Life when they're like, well, no, not in It's a Wonderful Life in um White Christmas when they're like, well, follow the old man wherever he wants to go. Peter Pan. It is that what it's Peter Pan? Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, when they're following. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. And they're like following the lead. Yeah, yes. see, so. So. Yeah, I okay. threw Disney in there, so, huh. Ha. <laughs> and I threw Bob Hope. I right? don't know. <laughs> Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. <laughs> hey, one of the bees. One <laughs> of the bees. <laughs> There's a bee. Somewhere. Guys, it's a, it's, a t- it's a tough episode today. I don't <laughs> I don't know. No, but this movie was great. It's how, it, for. I was expecting a kids movie. Honestly, I was going in thinking this would be a fun, lighthearted kids movie. And I was confronted with power struggles, a hero's journey and a climate crisis. So, (laughs) yes. So there is um, when Hazel does meet Frith, there's a song that plays called uh, Bright Bright Eyes. Eyes. It is probably one of the most beautiful songs you'll ever hear. I actually love that song. Art, Gun- Art Garfunkel does it. Yes. It is so good. It is such a good song. It is so good. And I would wait a year just to hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, guys, buying the cassette tape? No, I'm going to just wait for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, th- listen, like I said, it was a different time period. Like, we had the TV guide, and we'd have to circle what we were going to watch, and we'd have to wait. And they might play, like, a little description in it about, the, you know, what was going to happen. But we never got to flip through the channels and, like, you know, oh, look, I can just go to HBO Max. No, we actually had to wait to see these movies and when they come off the movie theaters and they might not come right to tv they might take a year or two before you you'd you'd watch them on tv so this time period is like so good for you guys growing up because it's definitely not the the, the way we did and we didn't have pause 
So like, say we're watching a movie and a commercial would happen. So that's when we'd all run out, grab popcorn, grab soda, and then whoever got to stay in the living room would be like, it's back on. And you'd see like a flood of people running back and, <laughs> and jumping on the couch going, all right, what did I miss? You know, it was it's just a different time, but it was it was fun. It was fun. I remember those times. I remember playing with my sisters for the remote. Yep. And if you got up and left that remote unattended, that channel was being so wet. Yeah, different times. Different like, times. Different times. But it's all it's all good because all these movies that we talk about have like some kind of reflection in someone's life. And if you listen to this and you watch these movies when you were a kid and this brings back great memories, then that's what we accomplished. Exactly. So I would say definitely check it out. It's on HBO Max. Um, I think it's part of the time warner classics or something like I that so, yes. or criterion collection um it is a classic um i was just behind on the times for watching it um it does make me want to read the book i know that there's more in the book i know that they have like some things we didn't touch on they have like a fight with like rats that they yeah, in the cemetery yep, in the in cemetery, the cemetery. Yep. i think it's funny how they call things like man's land when it's like a cemetery or a farm and it's like it, it the movie is very well done yeah. um i would absolutely watch it the mythology in it i couldn't I didn't do a lot of research on it to see if it was based on anything, but it seemed just like a normal creation. Um, it's kind of story of the sun, every power coming from the sun and this like spirit frith and the elusive like black rabbit that is just like a harbinger of death. of death. Yeah. But I like, like I said, I like at the end when Hazel can die at peace and he's like, follow me. I thought that was really sweet. And the ending did remind me of my... Um, of. Do you ever read the original Little Mermaid by Hans Christian Andersen? No. Okay. So for those of you who have not, I'm going to ruin it for you. It is a beautiful story, and I recommend everyone reading it. But at the end of the story, instead of the Little Mermaid and the prince getting together, Ursula gives the Little Mermaid an ultimatum. She says, you can either stab the prince and his new wife, and you can return to the sea and become a mermaid, or you will turn to seafoam because your time's up. This is, these are your two options. Your time is up. And the little mermaid, she goes in, she looks at Prince Eric and his wife sleeping in bed. And she is filled with so much love for him that, and he looks so happy and so peaceful that she cannot kill him. So what she does is she takes the knife and she throws it into the ocean. And her sisters are crying out to her, like, you're going to turn to seafoam. You're throwing your life away for this man. And as Ariel then flings herself into the water after the knife, she is not turned to seafoam. And her soul actually goes to heaven because she has been a good enough of a person to have salvation. Oh. It is heartbreaking. Honestly, that sounds kind of traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> it is traumatizing. You know, I mean, that's like the Brothers Grimm stories. I mean, oh my God. There's... Like, you read them, like you watch Disney and you're like, oh, they're so cute. And then you like read those books and you're like, oh my God. What, the... <laughs> what am I watching? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it, the ending of that reminded me of like Hazel finally like being able to live in like this like realm of like peace and like finding peace in death because the life had been so tough. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the Odyssey. Yeah, when, it is. Yeah. When he goes home and, you know, he finally goes home and he beats all the odds and he beats the people and then he gets to live in peace. Exactly. Uh, I, I would say 100% the same thing. So watch Watership Down if it sounds interesting to you. Just know it's kind of heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's an hour and a half like this movie is not two hours long it's no. fast paced yeah it's a good movie it is good though tight 90 i love a tight 90 so ben any final thoughts no if you get a chance give it a shot i will say that like you know wherever you get your uh, podcast fix make sure you add us to your station so you can get our newest episodes when they come out we love all our listeners across the country uh, united states uh, india all over the world so we thank you all yeah we thank you guys all we uh we do this for you we can't do it without you 
We're going to kind of slow down on suggestions for a little bit. Ben and I have a backlog of things we want to talk about. Maybe get back to some of, I know I want to get back to some of my horror roots. I miss, I miss watching the blood and the gore. Yeah. Um, so, but we're still, we're still keep them coming in because we have a, we have a huge sheet. Yes. Yes. Uh, we do have a log and you will be, eventually your movie will make it. Your movie will make it. Do not fear. Um, but catch us next time on What's Happening.